What's up? Welcome to my podcast, On the Couch with Lani, a space where we'll explore sex positive, body positive, and inclusive content. A space where we will inspire true empowerment, sexual confidence, and break some taboos while I introduce you to some epic humans and ideas. I'm your host, Lani Pavlovich, and for those of you who don't know me, I'm a sex educator and wellness coach, a body image advocate, and a psychologist in the making. I'm also a journalist, speaker, retreat facilitator, and content queen. All right, welcome to episode six of On the Couch with Lani. I'm very excited today because I'm joined by somebody that I met a few years ago and have been following her journey ever since. And I'm actually sitting here naked to do this podcast because I'm talking to Jessa, who is known as the nude blogger. So welcome, Jessa. Thank you so much. I'm sitting here on my couch nude as well. Perfect. Perfect. This is a great way to start a podcast, I think. (laughs) Yes, I think so too. There's no better way. Absolutely. Now, Jessa, for those who don't know of you, can you tell me a little bit about you and what you do with the nude blogger? Yes. So I am a naked yoga instructor. I teach um, I teach both mixed gender classes and then I also do women's workshops, um, which is where I met you. And I also have my blog, so the new blogger, where um, I really just speak on more taboo topics. Um, and I, I suppose my blog has become a bit more known for the um, nudity that I, I speak about and that I post. Um, so... Yeah, the main, my mission with the new blogger is really to just help normalize um, non-sexual nudity and advocate for like body positivity and self-acceptance. Um, so that's really the gist of what I, what I do. And yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I've come to do. I love that. And yes, we did meet and we were just talking about this before we went live. We met about two years ago. I was at Jess's very first nude yoga workshop and it was fantastic. And um, you've obviously done a lot since then. So yeah, how's it all going? Yeah, really good. So yeah, the one you were talking about was my first women's workshop. I've been doing mixed classes um, with both um, men and women before that, but that was my first women's, um, women's only workshop. So um, I've started sort of doing those around you know that was in Brisbane so I've started doing them in Melbourne and Sydney and the Gold Coast and yeah it's been really well received and it's just been such an honor to be able to hold space for such a beautiful offering really Mm, yeah and it was so beautiful and I don't know I've kind of become hooked on this whole being naked thing because it's funny we like in society today it's kind of almost looked at as unnatural to be naked but it's really Mm. quite the opposite isn't it so how do you find people react when they discover that you are a nudist? Yeah, so, I mean, like, I feel like nudity, it's just been, the thing with nudity is that it has been, you know, overtly sexualized. Mm. Um, and it's not to say that, you know, I, I'm all about sexual empowerment as well, but it's the fact that I, I feel that most of society um, are still struggling to differentiate or discern between nudity and sex. And a lot of people will equate nudity with sex when, um, you know, in fact, you can be completely naked, which I've experienced countless times around men and women, and it not be sexual whatsoever. Like, there's no sexual charge to it. And, you know, you can also have sex whilst you're clothed. Like, the two don't necessarily mm-hmm. always go hand in hand. Um, so when people find out it's, I think people are usually a bit shocked, but it's actually, I, I think I actually used to have a little bit of like, like I think a little bit of shame around, you know, when people would ask what I do, just because people would, you know, 
find it so weird that I, I would just go to resorts and be nude with like complete strangers and that I taught naked yoga and and then I started to really, you know, look into why I felt a bit embarrassed to mention that and it was it was merely just the fact that it's like, you know, it's still not mainstream. People are mm. going to judge you. And I've thought, you know, I've come to accept that and if anything, um, it actually sparks really interesting conversation and it usually actually sparks a really deep, sort of deep, meaningful conversation with people that I've like yeah. never had a conversation with before. So um, I love, I'm so proud to, you know, just tell everybody what I do and sort of have no shame around that anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think it's like, I know what I got from doing your workshop and what I've sort of looked at since then is when you release the clothing, you're kind of releasing layers of vulnerability as well, aren't you? So maybe that's why those deep and meaningful conversations come out. They're sort of getting rid of all that superficial surface shit and actually yeah. going a bit deeper with somebody that you've just met or, or even somebody that you've got to know over time. In the nude, mm-hmm. it does. It opens up a whole new realm for building a relationship, doesn't it? Definitely. Like I think, you know, vulnerability is like one of the biggest, you know, I think it's one of the most beautiful things about being nude, you know, whether it's around men, women. Um, and I think it's that, you know, the, probably the reason why I got into like this whole nude sort of thing was the fact that I grew up struggling with vulnerability. Like it just wasn't a thing in our household. It was more like, you know, I had to be hard and, um, and being vulnerable was something that I really struggled with growing up. And so it was really going down this path that led me to, experience the empowerment and the liberation that vulnerability has to offer and you know since really embodying that and experiencing I just felt called to you know share that and facilitate that or encourage that with other people Mm, yeah absolutely so obviously this is something that's not been throughout your entire life so what sort of sparked your interest Mm -hmm. and what was that first step you took to making these changes or you know living Mm -hmm. a more open vulnerable life yeah, so, I mean, I used it, like my whole nude journey, it actually probably started out quite superficial because it started out me like sunbaking topless when I was maybe like 17, 18, and yeah. it was because I didn't want tan lines. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, so I started like, I, I lived near the surf coast down in Victoria, so I was like usually hanging out at Jan Jack and that sort of thing, and being topless just drew a little bit too much attention and actually made me feel quite uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and so I started sort of just like going down towards the more isolated or secluded areas of the beach. Um, and then I just thought there was like, it was a few years after I just thought like I should try a nude beach, which wasn't too far from the beach that I frequented. And so I tried that and then always kept my underwear on. I always thought, no, I'm never going to take my underwear off. It'll just be a topless thing. And then there was just one day I just thought, I'm just going to take my underwear off. There weren't many people at the beach and like the, like literally just like the freedom and the Mm. liberation, just being in the water and feeling the water like on your nude body is such a beautiful sensation. And that's where it like really all kickstarted. So it's just like, I felt really quite objectified at like a lot of us nudists call it a textile beach. Um, yeah, but I felt quite objectified a lot of the time and felt like there was just a lot of competition. I felt, you know, like who looks better in a bikini and like, I just, I got that sense, which I felt quite uncomfortable with. Mm. Yeah. Isn't it funny how it kind of has the opposite effect when, 
And I found this the same. Like uh, Pablo and I have been to a few nudist resorts and nudist beaches, and, and mm-hmm. we actually love it. Like there's the freedom of just not having your clothes on, not having to mm-hmm. worry about, you know, what am I going to wear to the beach? What bikini is going to look the yeah. best? And it really is. It's so liberating to just have nothing on. I love it. And what you said about the um, the feeling of the water on your naked body, that has become pretty much my little back to center practice. Now, if I'm feeling all out of my head, yeah. I would strip naked and just jump in the pool or jump in the ocean and, and let that feeling come over me. And it really does like bring you back to a good state of being, I think. So yeah, yeah I love that. Yeah, I feel like it really brings you like back into your body. Like, you yeah. know, it really brings you back into your body, just like to be able to feel every part of it and to be able to like feel all the sensations without having the layers or any other distractions on your body. Mm, definitely. Now, I want to talk about, so people who come to your workshops or your classes or people who may be just discovering you, how do you mm. go about, I don't know, helping them break down those walls? Because we do build up these walls when it comes to nudity and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. How's that process look? To get someone to feel comfortable in their skin yeah so I mean for me the space like is such an important thing like creating like a sacred space where um you know it's usually by candlelight both mixed and um, women's classes are usually by candlelight so I make sure that the space you know I bless it with intention and love um so I make sure that the space feels really safe first and foremost because I have had um, women come along to the workshops and before even getting into the space just like break down because there's so much anxiety and so much mm. so much nervousness around the thought of being naked um, and they've like you know been sitting with it for weeks and just like building up all this emotion and so it's just a matter of obviously like not you don't want to detach from that you want to process that so you want to encourage people to process those emotions and to really acknowledge and allow it to come up and, you know, it's like people usually just derobe at their own sort of time, like in their own time. Um, but I suppose if you're coming along and you're already feeling quite, you know, challenged by the thought of it, um, there's just got to be a time where you sort of just think like, fuck it, I've just got to go through with it. And usually yeah. within a matter of like minutes, it's usually within a matter of minutes, is people completely forget that they're nude and completely forget that everyone around them is nude because it feels so normal and natural. And like by the mm. end of the workshops, like the biggest thing I hear is like people saying, I don't even want to put my clothes on. Like I just want to, I just want to go home and be naked. <laughs> yes. So. I, I think I did that. I bought like a little loose flowy dress and I'm like, oh, do I have to? Do I have to put it back on? Can I not I know. go home naked? <laughs> I don't think the police right. would have liked that. But, uh, <laughs> or maybe they oh, would <laughs> Maybe, maybe. You never know. <laughs> All right. I want to I talk now about, so, okay, social media, right? Obviously you're quite mm-hmm. active on social media. Um, mm-hmm. you've had your account taken down on Instagram a few times and, and had mm-hmm. to struggle with actually being able to even post content yeah. that was very tasteful, but because mm-hmm. you were naked. How do you get around all that and this whole social media craziness of, you know, yeah. what we can and can't do? Yeah, I mean, that's just a whole sort of battlefield in its own and it, it really quite honestly has been a very uphill battle for me um Mm. just given the um just given you know the taboo around nudity and the fact that a lot of the time even though it's very natural and it's tasteful like it's considered pornographic or sexual in some way or explicit um so for me it like I've just to be honest I've soldiered on with it I have put up so many fights because I have been deactivated 
I think twice now and I've been banned twice and I've been shadow banned for years. Like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm still shadow banned, I believe right now, but, um, I just feel, you know, there was a point where it was like, do I play, do I really play by the rules and, you know, stop posting movie? And I just thought that just absolutely, I, I get, I've got a message, but it absolutely compromises everything that I'm doing. And, it's, and, you know, I want to normalize nudity in the mainstream. And that means being able to do what I do on mainstream platforms. And so I sort of just kept with it. And I have an amazing community and an amazing tribe of people who really support my message and really back me on what I'm doing. And I'm so grateful for it. And it's, I feel like it's thanks to all the support that I've got that I've been able to get my account back and have crazily enough been verified. I, I don't even know how that happened, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I just, I never wanted to be silenced and I, I wasn't going to. And I thought, you know what, if I lose this platform because I have to stop posting authentically, like I, I just wasn't going to have that. Like I just wasn't going to be silenced. Was either I'm, I'm going to be silent. Like I wasn't going to be silenced or I'm going to end up losing it. And I put up a good fight and that's mm. where it's at. Yeah. And I'm glad you did because it literally goes like with everything that you've just said about how nudity is so sexualized and how even... Mm showing the naked body is considered pornographic, which absolutely baffles me because some of the content you see on social media is oh definitely God. more pornographic than that. It's, it's so wild. It's just like, I'm like, because there's a little bit of something on someone's nipple. I'm like, it's wild. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely crazy, isn't it? And then I guess you've got the flip side of that too, where posting something that people do see as sexual, whether that's the intention mm. or not, you kind mm. of have all that commentary then from others yeah. who, you know, just spur that whole idea of it being purely sexualized. So how do you yeah. cope with that? Yeah, I suppose doing what I'm doing, when I when I really, when I started the blog, it's like I knew that that just came with the territory. Like I know what I'm getting myself into because I know that the majority of society still sexualize nudity, whether your intention is, whether that's your intention or not, um, that you're going to get that. And I just have to yeah. accept that. So in doing that, it's, you know, I, I can't get angry at people for doing it because that's just the way we've been programmed and conditioned, unfortunately. But I'm hoping that, you know, just by, even by them seeing the post, hopefully they've read a little bit of the caption at least. Cause mm, usually yeah. most of the time I post with intention and there's usually a big message with it. So I'm hoping that it's at least planted a seed because if anything, um, they're probably the people that need to like receive my message the most, you know, yeah. so there are people that already get it, they get it. But then there are people like that, that are, you know, putting all the comments out there that probably need to like understand it the most. So, mm, definitely. you know, I've, you just got to, yeah, that's just what comes with the territory and you've just got to accept that. Well, let's hope this message gets out there because I'm looking forward to the day where everyone is posting nude photos on Instagram and it's all because we just love the shit out of ourselves. <laughs> I know, right? That would be the day. Actually, on that point, body positivity, mm. this is a huge mm. thing. And I feel like when people layer up on clothes, they are subconsciously probably putting layers on themselves as well. Mm. So how do you view body positivity and how do you think being nude and actually allowing that freedom helps you to process that? Yeah, so for me, body positivity, there's so many facets to body positivity. I feel like it's been this term that's been like thrown out there now and, you know, um, and for me personally, body positivity really comes down to, um, well, self-acceptance is a part of that. So working through self-acceptance is 
one of the most important things. So being able to accept yourself exactly where you are on your journey, in your body. Um, and then from that, for me, body positivity, like the foundation for body positivity is health for me. Um, and a lot mm. of people probably don't see that through my posts. Um, but and for people that know me personally, um, I health is like priority in my life. Like it's the foundation for everything that I do. Like my health yeah. comes first. And for me, um, that for me is self-love. Like, because if you, I mean, you can say one thing and then you go and do another and it's sort of, you know, it's not really in alignment. Because for me, self-love means that you really take care of your body and you take the time to understand what's good for you, what's not good for you. So for me, body positivity really comes down to health. Um, And then, you know, I feel that when you're at that stage of self-acceptance, it's like it does, it's not about an end goal of what you look like. Like health for me is not about um, having this, you know, toned, like slim sort of body. Like it's more about how you feel as opposed mm. to how you look because a lot of people will place emphasis on how they look like that but it, for me it's how you feel it's being able to be more intuitive in the way in which you sort of look after your body yeah I love that you said that and I love that you said it how you did because you and I have very similar views on this and in my mm. coaching that I do with a lot of men and women the foundation of it all is the same it's all about connecting dots between different parts of your well-being and health is such mm-hmm. a huge part of that isn't it and I, I believe yeah. as well that if you look after your health and you you know you eat foods that nourish your body you move your body mm-hmm. you let it flow you do things that are good for you then you're going to feel fucking fantastic anyway and yeah what you exactly. look like is kind of like the cherry on top isn't it it's not exactly. really the end goal so that's awesome I love that you share those views 100% like uh, I feel like that's the missing link in a lot of body positive messages is like yeah. we don't hear about health enough it's just like and I feel like a lot of people get really comfortable in really um unhealthy habits and people get comfortable there and and feel that that's body positivity it's just being like hey I'm cool with where I'm at but it's you know a lot of the time it can be really unhealthy and that to me is not a good example of body positivity it should be that you your body is thriving and that you feel healthy and that it's not just about being comfortable you know whether you're skinny curvy like whatever it is yeah and I think that's it it's a starting point isn't it it's that acceptance of where you are right now and then mm-hmm. actually working on bettering yourself because mm-hmm. you love yourself. That's the whole point, isn't it? Like, don't 100%. just yeah, get comfortable and then be content because I feel like that vicious cycle mm-hmm. will continue if you do let yourself stay in that state of comfort. Like, magic happens yeah. out the comfort zone. That's why being naked exactly. is so fucking awesome. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, Jessa, obviously this whole COVID-19 thing is probably putting a little bit of a damper on what you can offer mm-hmm. as far as your workshops go. Mm-hmm. But um, if people want to get in touch with you or see more about what you do, where can they head and how can they do that? So I am actually, I've started offering online classes, online naked yoga classes. So like I have such an amazing community of mood yogis who are so enthusiastic um, about practicing naked yoga. So I've actually started offering it online. I have a Patreon page, um, yep. which I started up at the start of the year. So I started offering um, two classes a month and then I do some post of the week tutorials and it's, it's very, it's like, I'm, it's super yoga based. It's just that I'm in the nude. Um, yep. <laughs> so I've got that at the moment for people that are really keen to keep, you know, I think now is there's been no better time to strengthen your practice, you know, whether you're clothed or nude. Um, so I've got the Patreon page and then I've also got my um, website, 
which is www.thenewblogger.com. And then I've got my Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> All the social everywhere. platforms. <laughs> I, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you just type in the nude blogger and you will come up right at the top of Google. So I'm going to leave much. links to all of that in the show notes anyway. So anybody who's listening who does want to get in touch with Jessa or find out more about what she does, you'll be able to just click those links straight from the show notes. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else you want to add? It's been so nice talking to you today. I know. Yes, I thought just. The fact just um, with you bringing up COVID, I just think a lot of people ask me, um, you know, what's the best way to start um, integrating or incorporating more nudity in their life? And I think that there is a lot of opportunity right now with this, you know, a lot of us spending a lot more time at home because like my number one tip, um, whenever anybody asks me like, how do I become more comfortable nude is spend more time nude in the privacy of your own home. And this is in, this is with or without COVID around. So I think, you know, now that we're sort of, um, we're sort of spending a lot more time at home. I think it's a really good opportunity to start spending more of your time naked and doing like, you know, your everyday chores because for a lot of people, like we don't realize how unconscious that programming is and we just get up in the morning, um, whether you sleep naked or clothes, we put clothes on and we go about our business. But, you know, making that mindful decision to be like, you know what, I'm going to change it up a bit today and I'm going to go and make my breakfast mood. Um, do the dishes nude, do, you know, admin nude. The fact that you and I are sitting here both nude yeah. in our homes, doing this podcast, like just doing little things to bring you out of your comfort zone and to, you know, see what comes up for you. Like, you know, like what is it that has kept you from being comfortable nude? So I think now is a great time to just start doing like those little things, like just whether it's like a little bit at a time, like doing your admin nude, do your vacuuming nude, um, because that's always my number one tip. So if like yeah. start in the home and then once you're a little bit more comfortable, maybe like, and when we can, um, yeah. head out to, you know, like a, a reputable beach or an event and I, and I highlight reputable. Um, so, and then, you know, start making it a bit more social once you feel comfortable and if you feel called to do that, maybe you don't. Mm. Yeah, it's absolutely, it's a fantastic thing to try. And I'm, I must admit, we've been doing a little bit more nude stuff around our house when our mm-hmm. housemate is not here. I'll put that in there because yeah. I don't know how, how he'll feel about us all walking around nude. But even my kids, like, they are just, they've been nudists since day one. And I think that's a beautiful thing about kids too, is that they don't have all of that, mm-hmm. you know, bullshit around sexuality right. or anything yet. They're just like, yeah. I am naked. I am loving life. This is fantastic. And it's actually really yeah. hard to get my kids to put on clothes for anything. So I yeah, think it's so amazing. Yeah. Take a note out of the kids books. I think when it comes right. to stuff, just, just love in yourself. my life. Life yeah. in general, it's like look at kids. It's like we need to get back to that state where we weren't so like tarnished by everything and yeah. you know looking at their like the way that they see the world, that like, looking at the world through their eyes. I think there's I, like I always look at kids. And I'm just like it's just it's so beautiful the way in which they still see the world with such like purity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much, Jessa. It's been an absolute pleasure, and um, I can't wait to have you on the show again one day. Oh, thank you so much, Lani. It's been an absolute joy. Thank you for having me on here. And thank you for helping to spread this message because, um, you know, hopefully people listening get um, some inspiration or something out of this or just, you know, whether it's just to try something new. So thank you for doing what you do as well. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks again. Thanks for tuning in to episode six of On the Couch with Lani. So we have a little bit of a mini series going here on body positivity and body love. So if you tune in again next Wednesday, you'll hear more on this topic and I have some amazing guests lined up over the next couple of weeks. 
If you liked the episode, as always, I'd love it if you could take a screenshot, share it on your Insta, tag me, show some love in and I'll be sure to show some back. Until next week, stay safe. Peace.